Dinosaurs aren't real. Zeta bottom. I don't care what anybody says. If you had to pick one circle of life, oh, fucking you nailed it. Let's get it. Welcome back to Popping Over Comfort Zone. This is episode 19. Kick it. Same thing every time. You don't. I like that kitty cat intro. Yo, I was gonna say, what? Uh, did we already talk about what your favorite ranger was? Ranger? Yeah. I don't know. Like Power Ranger? Yeah. I, I like that. I just But like in that. terms of the dinosaur, I don't really care too much about like the character who played it. Because I was going to go with Smokey the Bear because he's my favorite park ranger. But favorite Power Ranger? <laughs> favorite Power Ranger is... I don't know. Based on the dinosaur, though. Based on oh, based on the dinosaur. Not based off of the person it's who It's got to be Sabertooth Tiger. Sabertooth Tiger is dope. Yeah. That is or a dope Pterodactyl. One. Is the Sabertooth Tiger a dinosaur? It lived during the dinosaur era, I think. But that's not a dinosaur. Did it live even during the dinosaur era? Did it live I'm just like thinking that? about that now. That's not a dinosaur, is it? I, I don't think so. No, no, well, it ha- it's a that's mammal. Not classified as a dinosaur, yeah, yeah, yeah. though. Wait, are dinosaurs mammals? No, no, no. They're, they're not. I think they're reptiles. But you know what's crazy is the thing? No one knows what dinosaurs are. That's the craziest thing. Have you seen those Komodo dragons? Aren't, aren't that's those? Basically that's basically what I would assume a, a dinosaur That's pretty much what I assume a di- An alligator is pretty much what I assume a dinosaur is. But it's crazy. If you look at the bones of a chicken, it looks like the bones of a T-Rex. Of a chicken, though? Yeah, because like, birds are descendants of dinosaurs. No, they're not. Yeah, bro. Of like pterodactyls? No, chicken? from normal dinosaurs. Okay, either way. Oh, wait a minute. That mammoth, he's not a dinosaur either. No, no, no. Bro, none of these are dinosaurs. <laughs> so many of these aren't dinosaurs. Birds evolved from a group of meat-eating dinosaurs called theropods. Everybody knows that. Theropods? That's the same group Tyrannosaurus rex belonged to. All right. Okay, cool. But the mammoth and the saber-toothed tiger are not dinosaurs. No, they can't be. they got to be mammals, right? Exactly. When did the woolly... Mammoth. Are you calling it a woolly mammoth? Is there a difference? I don't know. I think that's what they call them. Okay. Uh, only five million years ago. This is going to bug me, but I want you to finish. Okay. Did the m- woolly mammoths live with dinosaurs? And verdict? Dinosaurs were the popular species. It says small mammals at the end of the b- mammoths. I don't know, man. We're going to have to get into a deep dive. That's interesting. I We're never thought of this until now. Yeah. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is oh, yeah. Welcome back to Coming Over Comfort Zone. Here. Um, we're just trying to figure out the Paleozoic, Mesozoic era timelines. Um, just trying to up our game when it comes to Jurassic history. So. Hey, do you think anyone at like Stones and Bones, like that store downtown, like, knows stuff about dinosaurs? I would hope so. 
Yo, we should invite someone up here to talk to us about that. I would hope they know. That's a pretty cool place. Have you ever been in it? I've actually never been in it because it's not accessible. Oh, well, let's get them on and shame them. Let's just like bring them on here and then just trap Co- them. Trap them, yeah. <laughs> Lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> so why can't we get in? Or force them to bring the dinosaurs to us here? Yeah, apparently you don't like our kind in here. Oh, and we're talking the human kind. I was going to go another way with that. I know, I know, but I was just trying to keep it generic, you know. Black people. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bro, were cavemen black people or were cavemen white people? Uh, I don't know. It, would make, it wouldn't make sense if they were white. That doesn't make sense. But they're me. always depicted as white with long hair. Yeah, that didn't, it wouldn't make sense to me if they were... Because it, it, it's kind of understood that like mo- most descend from black people, don't, isn't How it? How could they be fair-skinned? How does that make sense? That's what I'm trying to figure out. There's but no I, way I mean, they I'm could be I'm just talking about all the media portrayals. When, when was the last time you saw a black caveman? Well, it's all of it, too. It's even like how like throughout like Catholicism and like Christianity, how they depict Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Like Jesus was a real person. There's no way that guy was white. Yeah, but there's always been that, like, I mean, the, 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 I think there's always been that underlying known of they're whitening it up a little bit. <laughs> they're white. They're bleaching them up a little bit. Like, I think that's always been a well-known fact. Like, but just the, I just thought of cavemen, even like those Geico commercials, just a couple white guys with long hair and a unibrow. Yeah. I bet they were definitely covered in hair. Yeah. But white? No. Interesting. Definitely not white. Um, so much we don't know now yeah, because now of we're looking it up. The earliest Homo sapiens were dark skinned. Had to have been. It yeah. just doesn't make sense otherwise. Spending most of their time outside, bro. Fucking there. There goes the media, stealing everything. Whitewashing. Whitewashing. Whitewashing before media even before time even began, basically. And, and like, <laughs> I think. I think. I think. I think recently, though, they're Hollywood or whatever with like casting and stuff like that for roles. Like, yeah, they've done a lot of like whitewashing, but I feel like they're going in the other direction now. A little oh, wait, bit too wait, far. wait, 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 wait. We got, we got another ring of science. What? Turns out cavemen, I don't think are Homo sapiens. They're registered under a different name. So they actually had pale skin. I'm just doing some live research here. So if anybody's listening and you're an actual biologist or historian, please feel free to correct us. But it says here, these early humans probably had pale skins, much like humans' closest living relatives, the chimpanzee, which is white under its fur. Under 1.2 to 1.8 million years ago, As Homo I said, sapiens though, they were covered evolved in hair, though. dark skin. They were covered in hair. You said under its fur. No, no, though they were comparing it because chimpanzees have white fur. Oh, isn't that ironic? It's interesting. Yeah, that's weird. I don't study too much about it. That's that's weird. So, what do you want to talk to me about today? I wanted to talk to you because it's something I think we both uh, run into an issue with, and it's something I think we're running into an issue with with this uh, podcast as well. We're at a point where... So it's something that happens in our daily life and also within this podcast. Yes. And I think it's both of us because both of us have... We run our own businesses and we're both pretty independent in that sense. And that's the idea of delegating tasks. Well, because I can't really 
entrust others with those tasks. That's the thing is like I don't trust many people with like how I do things. Mm-hmm. And, like I've got my own processes as well. It's like it would have to someone would have to just learn how I right manage See, and, 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 and that's the easy and that's the easy way to say because I say that too. I'm but specifically talking about not this podcast. I'm talking about like my work speaking or anything in general right okay but you could have someone that could be your email answer answer all your emails coordinate all your schedules Mm -hmm. and that would save you x amount of hours per week those x amount of hours per week you could put back into revamping your speaking improving your speaking do you know what i mean and and i run into this too because i have when i shoot a wedding i shoot five to seven thousand photos and i deliver probably around 1,000 to 1,500 photos. Now, any sane photographer would probably outsource that editing so they don't have to spend that meticulous time editing things that really don't... It's just time-consuming. But isn't the editing the big part of... It is for... So you're saying someone else could portraits. edit for you? That's what... There's there's 100 probably businesses that do it. They charge about 19 cents a photo. You send them how you want it edited like your process and they do it for you and you go back and forth with it. And so what a lot of wedding photographers will do, they'll edit, say the 10 to 20 they show on Facebook, hand edit those, but then the rest will be sent away for bulk editing. So you do? No, but I sh- I'm at the point where I should be doing it really realistically for my business. I should be doing it because that amount of time I'm taking editing that amount of photos. But you don't edit 8,000 photos. No, I edit about, for per wedding, one, I have to go through 7,000, but then but I you edit, go, yeah. hand edit about 1,000 to 1,500. So what's your process of picking the 1,000 out of the 8,000? I have to just go through them one by one and just select them. How, like, what are you selecting? Like based on the moment? Just the, the mo- Basically for me, any photos, that's good. That's good. Okay, yeah. That's good. So as long as the moment's good. Like you see in like a sloppy bridesmaid or something like that, that's obviously that, not That's going in too though. If that's it, going it, in. If it's a real sloppy or funny one, that's good. Because I mean, it's only the bride and groom going to see them. These oh, aren't going okay, online. True, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. Okay. Like, like I tell, usually when I show up, a lot of the um, girls will be like, no pictures yet. My makeup's not on. I'm like, listen, this isn't going to be my Facebook banner. <laughs> on Facebook, don't worry. This is just going to your friend here. Chill out. So, but it, it's stuff like that. Like I, sh- even when it comes to shooting a wedding, okay, I have a hard time even bringing a second shooter because I don't. One, they get in my way a they lot. They get in your way. I was gonna say yeah. Two, I just don't trust them. Like you say, I, it's the simple answer is well, I don't trust them with my vision. But I think we both know if we take a step back, as simple as that answer is. We know anybody that's achieving a level. You you hit a ceiling. You do and hit a point. To achieve su- like more success, you really le- have to learn how to delegate tasks, and you have to learn how to trust others, which is a lot a lot harder than it sounds. Because there's a threshold there. It's like you have to get to a certain point where you're actually, you know, capable of. <sighs> See, I'm even just so the okay, There's like a scenario going through my mind right now that's kind of frustrating me. Um, I went to, I had a situation where, I, I had a situation where, I was speaking at a school and I wanted to get some feedback, right? And I had a buddy of mine come to. The, uh, 
I had a buddy of mine come to the show or come to the school and I wanted video. I remember this. I wanted like video recordings of like responses from the students. I hope this wasn't me, was it? This was not you. Whew. And then I remember, you know, he That's went out. That's why I still take the phone. And, and I, we even talked about it too. I was like, yo, so here's some questions. Here are the four, three questions that just ask random people. Just pick one person. Be like, hey, what did you think? Like, hey, just ask these three questions to all these three people. It doesn't matter. Or all these, however many people. So he did it. And then I remember seeing the footage afterwards and just being so disappointed because it literally took the photo or took the took the the question or the video as soon as the next person comes up the only question he had yes one question he said so what do you think of dan's presentation it's like oh what do you mean it's like Say anything, like anything you want. I was like, uh, okay. And I was like, bro, this is <laughs> fucked. You screw like, and I just remember from that, that was very early right. when it came to my speaking. So ever since then, I just was like, yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that again. And now I'm going to call you out on something. Do you think that was you not vetting someone? I think the word is vetting, not filtering someone enough to find the proper person for the position and you maybe preemptively chose someone and you expected an outcome well, without knowing their perspective. Like it's all right to expect an outcome and they just didn't produce it, but maybe it was the wrong person was chosen to produce that outcome. Okay. So there's convenience there. Yes. Yep. There was some convenience there. Like I picked someone who said they wanted to come and wanted to be a part of right. it. Right. Right. And, so and also we've had that. Yep. And did you happen. pay them? I didn't pay them. There and, and I'm not calling you out on right. it because, like, there's a lot of time. I mean, we're not getting paid and we're doing this. It's so true. It's, it's not like about money. You get, yeah. I'm just saying that that, that can be a factor in effort. Sometimes. There are some scenarios where it's like you get what you pay yeah, for. Exactly. Exactly. And I, so it didn't pay him, um, was a classmate of mine. And, like, I don't hate the guy or anything. Like, no, you know no, what no. I mean? Like, I don't hate, he's a nice guy, awesome. It's just but not what you envisioned. I just was really geared up because feedback especially at that stage of my speaking career feedback was really the thing that i leaned on the most it's like everything. i really needed it to not not to like you know get the hoorahs and the pats on the back like i wanted to know what they liked what they didn't like same what, like, thing with the podcast exactly yeah it's, it's sometimes if you feel like you're speaking to no one and getting nothing back you're like is, is anybody listening? Is this How's this going? Am I bombing? Yet? Am I yeah. not? Like sometimes moments where I've told jokes to a crowd <laughs> and it gets nothing, bro. This probably it, wasn't funny. It's cold. Yeah. Like, it, it is cold up there when that happens. <laughs> it's happened multiple times. I think the last time it happened was 2020. Yeah. But like it, it, it still, it still happens. But the thing is, is that you need that feedback in order to get better you need that resistance, that pushback to tell you, hey, you know what? This isn't to tell you not to do this at all. This is to tell you that that's where you may feel some resistance, that where the, that's where the tension is, or that's where the improvement is at too. Okay, so let me take this a little bit further then. So for you, you, you're wanting all this running your own business. So this is your passion, right? Do you think it was conveyed enough to the person collecting that data how important that feedback is to you to grow as a speaker, though. Because if you didn't just give me that spiel, I would probably just say, hey, did you think Dan was good? Yes or no? Do you know, do you, do you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm not in your shoes from your perspective trying to get that 
viewpoint in that improvement. I know what you mean. And I think based off of the conversations that we've had before about my presentation and I, I'm pretty sure I was pretty specific and clear about exactly what it is that was instructed mm -hmm. of the person. It was three questions. It's only five questions on the page, so you could. But pick no, any not one not of the what questions. to do, but what it meant to you, though. Oh, what it meant to me. That's where I think the big difference is, because what I'm I was gonna get at is I think there's a big difference as well. In that care, in that judgment, of delegating tasks and somebody else doing something for you when you're running your own business, especially when it's a passion project. Oh, I think I know where you're headed with this. VS when you're at a job or VS. Like, I feel like when you ran to do it for Sarnia, mm. you were able to delegate tasks a lot easier and probably not stress as much as if you were doing it for your public speaking. No, because you had a whole crew. Because I did have a crew, but also... I made sure that everyone knew the why. Okay, but you also vetted the the crew was very small. Like there was probably there's half a son you wanted to probably be a part of that. There was a bunch of people that like said they wanted to chime in to do stuff. So and, like, it was a very filtered crew as well, right? Well, you, you had to want it. That's the thing. Is That's you, the you thing. had to want it. Like I wasn't gonna just walk out in the street and just pick someone. So I think like, with, you had to come to me. Yeah, I was gonna say I think with passion projects, and I mean. As much as Do It For Sarnia was a passion project, I don't think it is as much as you're speaking. It is more, more of a business project for you. Correct. Because um, obviously you don't have anyone helping with your speaking at no. all or doing anything. Um, Here and there, like I do choose some people to help me out with speeches every now and then, mm -hmm. like with the writing earlier on. And like I still, I actually was thinking about rewriting another uh, speech. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Oh, my but you're God. not trusting anybody with, actually an aspect of your business though no no me either no. and that's where i'm at where i mean i need to learn to find someone to trust because if you look at all the successful like business people they always have where, where do you think the term the right hand man comes from right the guy in the chair guy, <laughs> like you know what i mean it's like it's that one person like that you can delegate tasks to and they're on board and it's it's almost like you realize that when celebrities have personal assistance, that person's like family, man. That per it, it's not a, it's not a fame or a money thing. It's no. a, as as the more we run our own business, I'm just kind of saying realizing this out loud. Like a personal assistant is just someone you can trust that's on the exact same wavelength as you. Mm -hmm. That you can be like, because I know a lot of in Hollywood, a lot of personal assistants. You know when they do magazine interviews. Mm -hmm. The personal assistant writes those. The celebrity doesn't answer any of those questions. Because the huh? personal assistant knows them so well, they just answer them for them. So, so wait, what do you mean? So, like, so you know the like, girl that runs Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard? Mia or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. I can't, I can't remember her actual Yeah, name, Brown Girl. Yeah. She's an awesome yes, girl. Yeah. Um, she is actually Kristen Bell's assistant she started as. Okay. And then she started one time. She was like, do you want me to do one of your interviews or speeches? So now she actually writes all her speeches, all her interviews, all that stuff for all the public what do you mean? relations. So like if someone calls Kristen Bell, wants to get in touch with Kristen Bell, like ask her a few questions just they, for. I mean, maybe they can have an interview with her, but like any physically stuff, like one on one an interview. Yeah, they'll have one with. Her. Oh, OK, OK. But so when it comes to now. written or oh. when it comes to like she has to present at a speeches or something. That girl writes everything for her because she knows all about her. 
Right. So she writes all about her kids. Like she answers the questions about her children, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that stuff's pretty seamless. So man. imagine that you have that weight off your shoulder, that you have that one person you can trust. But it's like you said so easily, though, in the beginning, I can't find nobody that's, you know what I mean? It's, it's a very hard, it's a balance that's. It's true. You got to find that special person, you because know? Because that person's got to, like I said before, that person, uh, they got to be like minded. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to be down with like, almost every seeming seemingly every part of you you know what i mean like yeah. they have to be like-minded they have to and they gotta want it and it's a weird i think it's a weird social position in north america because we're driven to be number one we're driven to be the best and i mean how it's not the best and it's we, not i shouldn't say it's to, not the best it's we not want the to most grow. Fulfill- yeah, it's not the most fulfilling. But hey, I'm an assistant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But then you look at that girl that runs the podcast with Dak Shepard. Mm-hmm. Like shit, that assistant's not an assistant. You know what I She's mean? She's not an assistant no more. No, it, it gets beyond that. So it's mm-hmm. it's interesting to see that because when I'm at a job, I've managed a lot of jobs. I'm great at delegating tasks. Like I'm great at you're in charge of this. You're in charge of this. Your strength is this. You do that. This. But wish, when it comes to my job, yeah. I'm like, don't come near my photos. Right. Like, and like, even if I'll say to somebody, hey, can you go through my photos and pick the winners out of like 500, right? Bro. I'll say, pick the good ones. That gives me anxiety. I go back through them and do them all again anyway. Right, exactly. Because I'm like, you missed this, you missed that. Yeah. So it, it's a very, it's a weird balance between a passion project yourself and then running just a business a business. And like, it, it's, see... And it's hard to like find someone like that and I don't know, not to take things personal too yep. when it comes to that. That's it's what like, I'm saying is in North America, there's that weird pride yeah. where you don't want to be assistant. You don't want to, you think you're taking, well, you are taking tasks from someone, but it's it's just a weird mentality whereas in like a lot of Eastern cultures, literally if someone's older than you and they say, hey, get me this, you have to do it. There's there's no questions asked. It's just how it goes. It's like if if that person believes, like I said, if that person believes in why you're here and the image that you're trying to uh, portray, and and it's not to say you're not genuine because you know, you have someone who knows you so well who's answering these questions, you know, kind of like you know Kristen Bell, but it's like it's it's still genuine. It's because mm-hmm. they know you. They know the real you and they trust. But like I couldn't like just with, you know, our situation right now with like, you know, finding someone to do some things here and there. It's like it, it boils down to trust. And like, you know, we, can, we did have some people lined up for, you know, certain spots, but it's you got to want it like you, you, you have to want it. I think that's got to be the biggest part of it. The drive. Yeah. And for us, too, that's kind of where we're at at the podcast It's growing a bit faster than we ever could have imagined. But also. There's a lot more to it than we ever could have imagined between. So between the two of us, we've built the website. We do all the recording. We've bought all the gear, all the tech, all the promotions doing all the website building, doing all the merch, all the logo design. Like, we've done everything. Yeah, bro. Everything you can imagine. Like, so we're at that point where we're like, we really do need to delegate some tasks, but we're both 
it almost sucks that we both come from the same we're cut from the same cloth of being stubborn when it comes to that it'd be nice if one of us were just like yeah, man, I'm used to hiring like seven people. Like it'd be dope like if I a could... foreman. You yeah. know what I mean? If we if we had a foreman on our team yeah. and he was just like, Man, I got this, and he just hired out seven people, and we're like, cool. Yeah. But for us, we know like we're like, we hire if we're gonna hire somebody, we're gonna be like, hey, report back right away. Like, see, it, it, it would it would it would drive me insane if we we're like, hey, we found someone to come set up the studio so that when we get here, we just record. Yeah. Right? So like Mic checks, sound checks, all done. We just sit down, run it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably find like I don't know. This might be me, but like, if my stand was differently or shit, Tan's like, going I, full Hollywood. Like I don't know. I would. I would be bugging. It really is. It really is. Sometimes though, I'm gonna um, let that go though. That's ego though. That's that's ego. Sometimes when you're, um, that's the problem too. Is I overthink that as well. Is if especially in our position, I know people that are working with us now, us being the face of the podcast per se, mm-hmm. they're not going to get probably as much recognition or as much upfront acknowledgement of the work that goes into it. Oh yeah. People from the back don't really. And I, I mean, I barely get half the amount you get. So Dan realized the truth of that. Um, no, I'm just joking, but freaking, uh, it, it really is, uh, uh, it, it's a shameless job. Not shameless, it's a, a uh, thankless, thankless, thankless job. Okay. Because, I mean, we're going to thank you, but is it going to be a, um, are you going to get thanks on the podcast? Are you going to get thanks out in public? Probably not. Do, do, but do, do all of them want that? Like, that's the thing is like, do does everyone want to be applauded and stuff? Bro, like I went to the bar, like the other weekend and i i had someone come up to me saying oh my god it's you i remember you from school holy shit like why and like although like i I admire people that like i do appreciate if you know i made an impact that you can at least remember me from six seven whatever eight years ago Mm But I don't love that. But that's shit. true. That there, there that, are. That shit I don't. I'm not crazy for. So I don't know if behind the scenes people would be like, "Yeah, that looks awesome." There are those people. Awesome. It's like in skateboarding. There's those guys that they want to be skateboard filmers. They're one out of a hundred. Yeah. They're one out of a hundred. But if you can find that guy that wants to come out with you on a skateboard every day and just film you, but not skateboard himself. Yeah. That's a winner. That's the same thing. That's a team player. That's and and that's kind of like we're at with because we're. This is a business, but it's also a project. So we're that's kind of mm-hmm. like where we're at. We need somebody in that kind of pos- selfless position where they want to be a part of the team. It's team. But they know the position. They, they know, know the their situation role. that exactly. it is. Exactly. Like linemen, like I love football for so many reasons, like the mm-hmm. philosophies behind it and like even psychology behind it. Yep. And like uh, I love how it's a sport. You look at any size of players. But in the locker room, those linemen, though. Linemen are huge, and they're getting all the they're getting the thanks in the locker room. So they get they do get the thanks. QBs. They it's it, it's coming more and more popular or common to see it outspoken, like out front, like mm-hmm. on like social media, like how much uh, uh, linemen actually get credit, like yeah, because 
what's it what was it that happened um if you're a good qb you're buying like every one of your linemen like uh running backs and uh, qbs yeah you buy you're buying them, them a like, car or something oh yeah 100 well, and it always would go unnoticed and, i think i think what happened was i think like ezekiel elliott ezekiel elliott uh won like the rushing title cowboys cowboys running back he, <laughs> he won the rushing expert, baby yeah he <laughs> he won the rushing title one year and bought his entire offensive lineman i think like mac computers or something like mm-hmm. that uh, just simple things something yeah, like yeah. that and then like you know i think one guy bought his entire lineman um like could, these he just stepped it up from a mac these computer. dope watches i'm pretty sure these watches were probably more expensive than those macbooks but like just it, it's not even about the gift it's just about the acknowledgement of the effort and sweat mm-hmm. and blood that these five individuals put in put out and there aren't no amazing stats for linemen. There mm-hmm. aren't. But if you watch some of like the best in the league, like down after down, play after play, manhandling it is the other guy, insane how hard they hit and how hard they work, and and, and how hard they, how fast they move. Oh yeah, just an end fun fact. You listen to some defensive linemen talk about having to line up against some of them, and they like. Fuck this game! I have to line up against this guy. Absolutely. <laughs> every every play, they're just shoved into the ground with but, one arm. But that's the thing, though. It's not just to like just like the lineman too. It's like you know you have a role, like the long snapper, the holder. Like these are players that have a significant Shit. role. You want to get deeper? Look at the media team covering the football game. There's the the announcers. They're getting the credits, but then there's the camera guys. And then but that then, sound dude holding that big. But Damn then, thing. not only is there that sound dude, there's a guy behind him who just carries the wires, the wires. of the sound dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like, yeah. It starts working its way down. It's it's like it's like military. It's the same thing as military. Everyone's just as important, even if it's like... Just do your job. Let's just... So we just... Be, let's go socialism. What? <laughs> <laughs> the, the amount of silence. I didn't even know our podcast could go that silent. I was just... Because I, the way I described it, it's time to like socialism for a hot minute. So I just thought I'd make a good joke. But the way you went silent was perfect. I'm fucking shocked. I was like, I know it sounded like I cut off a mute on our podcast. Jeez, bro. But it is about being a part of the team, like you say, and knowing Absolutely. your role, and knowing that your role, like the person maybe in front of you or above you, that people may see as above you wouldn't get that task done if you weren't doing your task. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have a hard time when I'm trying to find someone putting myself back in that position, being like, well, I don't want to make them feel less. You know what I mean? I get in my head sometimes too. Yeah. Um, which makes it hard for me to really want to choose someone and like, filter someone out that will really fit the role because I get in my own head thinking I'm going to demean them or make them maybe feel less or something because I'm not used to that role of being the delegator. Right. Well, it almost just made me think about the whole mentoring thing. Yeah. And how do you choose who you want to be mentored by you Mm -hmm. or do you choose your mentor? Mm -hmm. It's like, that person that chooses to take on these tasks and to be a part of this team, they're making the choice and like they get to be mentored in the process. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They, they get to learn, they get to see, you know, get the experience and then they get to become hell. They get to become you afterwards, but not to get away from, you know, delegating. But like I'm just saying, it's like, that's, that's the thing. Actually, when if you know, Barstool Sports, 
yeah. They're probably one of the best examples where there's a, they, a lot of their staff were just people that reached out to Dave and were like, hey, I want to be a part of your team. I'll do anything. Like, I bet I'll, so. I'll get coffees for you. Like, yeah. like they have weird names. Like Dave will call them like weird haircut gym or something. Mm-hmm. And then for years, look at coffees, and they'll eventually work their way up, knowing what it is, what the, the, they want to be a part of that they vision. They want it. They want it. Yes, exactly. And I mean, it'd be cool if somebody wants to be a part of this vision. You know what I mean? But also, we have that. I think we have that. To be honest, that humility and that holdback. I mean, that what's it, the reservation. Reluctancy. Reluctancy to admit that we have that kind of project going on. We're no bar school. You know no, what I we're mean? No bar school. But we do have something going on, but we're both very reluctant in our boastfulness about that. It's still early, bro. Yes. So it's it's hard for us to be like, hey, you want to be a part of this passion project. You know what I mean? It's 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 a mixed bag of difficulty. It's all beta right now. Yeah, it's, it's all, all beta. beta. So for us, we have things in mind. But it's also hard for us to convey that to other people because we don't fully know what we have in mind either. So that's why I like that like we're doing this on. Um, I like that like you know we're not like blogging this or some shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I like that like our tones are in it. Yeah, you can hear how confused we are. Not how confused, <laughs> but like just how how important it is to us. Like how much we yes. want like this, and then also. You know, because I remember, you know, trying to get uh, even, you know, when we're filtering out through guests, you know, to make yep. appearances and stuff like that. Like, um, <laughs> there's actually this one person who's still in our inbox who I haven't gotten back to yet. But it's like, I want to just call the person and just talk to them just to like call get the right feel. I, I don't have the number. Let me see. Keep talking. Who are you going to call? Are you going to call Nick? At the end of this, I was going to be like, yeah, sorry, we couldn't get to him. <laughs> Just Matt Damon, his ass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's like you don't you don't always. Um, are, are you getting it? I don't know. Oh, he, must be. he must be working because it went to didn't join pretty quick. Uh, he's probably, yeah. I'm going to call again just in case he missed it. Oh, he said, yo. By the way, I'm doing this podcast without a shirt on. and Is he, is he, is he connecting? Sadly, Insta video blocked here. By the way. <laughs> is he connecting? Talk to me. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me. Across the whole country. Facebook? Oh, bro. Is it funny that this is to be his, um, his debut? What was I? What was I? What were we saying though? What were we saying? That sometimes you don't get back to people. Oh yeah, only because I want to talk to them. Like I actually just want to have a voice conversation with them so that they can hear the tone, so that I just can feel that they get exactly what it is that we're doing here, and also if I can feel that, like you know, like they actually legitimately want to do it. What's the verdict over there? Just trying to face, trying to get Zoom going. Do you have Zoom? I don't have Zoom. On my, I don't have it. Do you know you can have an account for Zoom? I didn't know that was a thing. I thought people would just send you a link and you just go on Zoom. Yeah, I don't know. Because apparently there's like time limits on Zoom. That would have been a fun. We were we we're trying to pull a fun little uh, quick move maneuver there and get a cross globe 
guest to zoom in real quick. I don't know uh, what um, what he's even what he's even saying. What time it is? Yeah, that's what he's I mean. active like, right I, now. So, what time is it in Dubai? In Dubai, that's what I mean. Like, what time is it right now in Dubai? Nine thirty p.m. Oh, he's he could be working. He could be triple working. blocked. Triple blocked. What do you mean? Their country doesn't allow Instagram. No, that he's blocked on everything. He must be working then. He must be in the building then. No, across the country, everything's blocked. What? Hey, remember when we were talking about freedom? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the episodes before this? And, people really and how people know. were upset because they couldn't go buy a video game or play golf. Or get a haircut. Or get a haircut. Yeah. Welcome to actual no freedom. This guy legitimately can't. Well, that's what's going on in Cuba right now too, eh? They don't have access to the internet, like at all. Oh no, they never. They the way Cubans work is crazy, bro. They exchange like little U.S. Somebody, so they have like a little dude. He's basically a blockbuster. He downloads all the movies and they distribute it by USB. Actually, Janessa was talking about it. That's wild. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's absolutely wild. But yeah, no. Let's get back to uh, let's get back to delegating and how I'm not good at it. I don't know if I can or want to do it, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Bro. Actually, we're doing pretty good for delegation because shout out Blue Collar Recording Studios. This is one of our first delegations. They're actually going to be helping us out at our live podcast with all of our live audio, which is a huge huge assistance to us because we got this recording stuff down but the live game's a whole nother whole nother beast so he's going to come help us set up and that helps us out huge especially given trying to set up speakers trying to set up the laptops that kind of stuff so yeah so this is this episode's going to drop on monday so and uh yeah we actually uh, got a guest on we actually got a surprise guest here on the podcast. Say hello from across the world. What it do? What it do? It's your boy in Dubai. What it do? Oh, my God. What are you up to down there? Who is this, by the way? Literally. Introduce yourself. Yeah, this is Nicholas Docter. I'm a big fan of the podcast, boys. I love it. Man, I'm telling you, you guys are just you guys are laying down that fire, laying the truth down. I love it, guys. Man, you're in your freaking scrubs right now. Tell the people what you're yeah, doing. I'm literally, yeah, let me I'm see, literally yeah, at work. Let me see some but of I saw this. you guys wrote me. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm <laughs> actually in the middle of my shift, but I saw you guys wrote me. I dropped everything. I said, you know what? I need to. End. This is a call I need to take. So I came running. <laughs> so you guys can't see this right now, but my man's in straight Dubai scrubs. Oh, yeah. He's working at a Fitted hospital. scrubs. You got to give him props. Yeah, they're, some, they're oh, nice know. fitted scrubs. These these are some Gucci LV. These are like a like a like a like a limited press, you know, fitted dry fit. I know, see style. some Under Armour <laughs> in there too. Oh yeah, you know it, man. You know that's how we do. Is it busy shift today or what? Yo, it is absolutely a dumpster fire every day. How was uh like? I mean, we're not gonna get too into it, but is COVID done there? COVID still happening yeah, there? Yeah, what's no, going on there? It, it is. It is like wave five, six, and seven, man. It's like Bayfest on steroids, man. It's too Holy much. Holy fuck! Is it just not enough people yeah. caring or what? 
Oh man, because like this is a travel like hub, so the oh. whole world comes here, right? So it's like the Brits, Australians, the Kiwis, and they never shut. If they shut it down, they're they're going down economically, right? So yeah, like well, with the first wave, it was like it was they shut down everything, and then like it was a ghost town, man. Like yeah. I think like three million people dipped the country, so oh. now that they don't want to do it again, yeah, so, like. Because they can't, aff- they probably can't afford. Because that's kind of like Australia, that country, right? Like a lot of people are transient. Like no one's actually from there that lives there. Yeah, well, I mean, like uh, there's uh, 10 million people that live here, and I think one million are like the local um, population, the, the Emiratis, right? So like nine tenths of the population are expats. Yeah, yeah. So with the first wave when it came, like you know, they they stopped construction, they stopped you know food and tourism, and that's basically the entire country and like travel as well. So like the pilots and stewardesses. Everyone just dipped. That's crazy. So you've been posted up there the whole time then, eh? Yeah, yeah I've been come... here for about three and a half years, man. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, you haven't come back to Canada since you left, right? Like, you haven't been back. Uh, I came back for a quick visit like two years ago, but since with this COVID thing now, to get home, it's like, you know, it's almost impossible, man. I need to like, go uh... James Bond style to get home. You know, <laughs> Jeez, yeah, so just man. so you guys know, listening, this guy right here, you want to talk about stepping outside of your comfort <laughs> zone. Had everything going for him here in Sarnia and just decided to up and head to like, Dubai. Good job. Good living. Good job. Good living. Good and just friends. Become, what, so what's your official title there? Uh, at the moment, I'm the charge nurse of the Vascular Institute and Cardiac Step-Down Unit. It's a bit of a mouthful. Jesus Christ. <laughs> good on you, man. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That. We were that, just man. talking about passion projects and things like that. And I'm like, I think I know one guy that fits that mold perfectly. So man and i'm telling you guys you know what i love the podcast man i love hearing my hometown heroes talk about like real tangible actual things you know not these guys that you're talking about like what's new sneakers now nah, like real stuff man. i love it. i love it. i have to keep dan off the sneaker talk often though don't worry he I tries should... to sneak <laughs> in, but... every now and then 100 yeah once well, yo, yo, it's awesome to it's awesome to have you on here, bro. And uh, we're gonna set up an actual one where you could actually. An Man, actual I would love to. Time. We were you gonna know, start a running here. joke of uh, cutting you off at the end of every podcast, but we're like, we need to get the man on here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna do oh, it. Oh man, I would love that. I'd be honored, man. I would literally be honored, man. Hey right. man, we're honored you took a step away to talk to us right now. That's yeah. awesome. I wish people could see what you're in here. I'm gonna take a screenshot so we can share it. Yeah, I feel kind of bad. One second, I gotta it. angle my uh, nipples out of this shot. One second, hold yeah, on. Same. Come on. Oh, I can't scroll. Oh, there it is. Got it. Got it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, baby. Well, man, got it. But yeah, I'm so proud of you boys. You guys are just, you guys are, uh, are just doing something that's, that's, that's raw. It's genuine. It's, it's emotion filled. And I love it, man. Appreciate it. I love it, brother. Hey man, we love it. We love you. Keep doing your thing. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Yeah, you guys as well. Man. Stay in touch and we'll, uh, we'll be talking soon. We'll have you on soon for a full talk. I would love that, man. Thank you so much, guys. Salam alaikum, alaikum. Stay safe, Habibi. Hey, adios, ciao, ciao. Um, <laughs> au revoir. There au revoir. we go. Au revoir. <laughs> love you, right, homie. Be you, safe. Boys. Always, man. See you guys. Take Peace. care. Do you imagine if you didn't hit record? Oh, man. Yeah, that, that was awesome. <laughs> Who ever thought we'd have a guest come in from freaking Abu Dhabi? United Emirates. I'm just astonished at the size of his mustache. Dubai. Is Abu Dhabi, Dubai? Where is he? Abu Dhabi Abu is in, in Dubai. Dubai yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
Man, that that was awesome. I didn't think that would work. Tech- First of all, I didn't think that would work technology-wise. I was getting frustrated. <laughs> Dan was okay. We had to cut the podcast off for there because Dan's a little hungry and he's a little frustrated. But we got it done, and this is why we need a marriage counselor. We got to figure out these communication issues. True. But on that note, we're looking forward to seeing everybody tomorrow at the Tin Fiddler. It's going to be a live show. It's going to be great. Remember, send in your uh, questions. Send, bring some questions. Bring some energy. Bring some friends. Bring some smiles. Have some drinks. Tin Fiddler is looking forward to seeing you guys. And although it's Tin Fiddler, bring me some Taco Bell on the side. They got tacos, bro. Okay, that's true. They got tacos. I just love Taco Bell. Are you a a crunchy or I'm a quesadilla guy. But if I had, I'd have to go beef burrito, though. The liquid cheese with just the meat. Oh, my God, bro. On that oh note, yeah. I'm, I'm heading out. On the note of liquid cheese and liquid it's meat. Just disgusting. Thank All you right. guys once again. For See you tomorrow, guys. To cop my name's and Dan. over comfort zone. Wait a minute. My name's Dan. I gotta go. <laughs> I go. My name's Dan too. Love you. Much love. Go. Go now. Leave. What's your job? Like Nick. Mad, bro?